Ahoy, hello, welcome to a brand new episode of Baffled. Look at this. It's that fact podcast you know and that you subscribe to. Back again. We are going to share stuff that we've learned through books and maybe even the internet and just decide whether it's worth remembering at all. My name is Dan. I've got stuff for you about the most expensive fabric and why you can't have it. And we'll talk through one of the most famous Christmas stories of all time, because it's December in that. Andrea, what do you have? I have a fact about Connor's worst nightmare. Oh, and how the film Love Actually was actually supposed to turn out. I, like, very quickly, I, I'm trying to predict what your worst nightmare is, and uh, there's so much of it that I have no idea. So I'm curious, what have you got? Uh, pigs, we'll chat about them. Uh, love a little pig. And also, something about millennials that kind of blew my mind. So it's all coming up. Stick around for tales of Connor's deep, dark self-loathing, or probably spiders, I would guess. It's a brand new episode of Baffled. 
Or at least two, is it so, because so. millennials are just more materialistic? Yeah, this is what I'm saying. Mm. I think, and that, that's sort of like fading away. It's more about experiences now. Yeah. So, so I think Gen Z are more of the mind that you don't need physical things. Yeah. To be happy with. Like, you know, you don't need, whereas millennials come from Europe where you had to buy CDs, where you had to buy DVDs and stuff. You had to have physical things, whereas now you don't need any of that. Yeah. So maybe that's still in their frame of mind when they're predicting what they need in order to be happy. I mean, £525,000, what's that as a guess? Uh, sorry, dollars. That's about 300 grand in pounds. I, I could be very happy with that. Do you yeah, say but- a year? A year, yes. Yeah, oh, right. That's a lot. That's a lot of cash. That is a lot. I mean, if you consider a house and stuff. That's actually, yeah, that's, yeah, but I have a flat and let me tell you this, I don't own that amount of money. So I don't, I, it's funny because I love, I love new, I love nice things. I do like nice things. I'm not materialistic in terms of uh, like badges and, you know, designer stuff, but I like nice things for sure. But you you should wear it then. What? You should wear those nice things every now and then. Put yourself, oh, yeah, put, put a nice little, yeah. put some um, on for but us. But like, I, I, I don't think you need a lot of money to be happy. You don't. It's just about what you spend your money on and what you spend your time doing. I don't really understand how this whole money buys happiness. I'm not 100% sure if I agree with it, well, in my opinion. Well, I don't think... I think, I think it makes life a whole lot bloody easier. Yeah, I think, I think it's mostly been proven by people who have had a lot of money mm. that money does not equal happiness. But it, 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 a lot of the time, it makes a lot of the worries go away that can make you unhappy but you get different stresses on top of that right you get you get different worries that come with having loads of money that no one else would ever think about because the more money you have the more you're like (laughs) more money more problems more money more problems yeah (laughs) also as well it's all relative isn't it so if you're earning 30 grand a year then you can see what maybe 100 grand a year can get you or whatever. So I strongly believe that even the richest people in the world, you're not your Elon Musks and your Jeff Bezos, they can buy whatever the bloody, they buy anything. But if you're earning 500 grand a year, there's still a max, isn't there, on that amount of money? You can't have everything on 500 grand a year, I don't believe. No, you, no, you can't. You can't. So then you want the next thing. And then yeah. when you get that, you want the next thing. You're always going to feel like you want more. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you'll, you'll agree with this because you love your mindfulness and your candles and stuff. I think that, like, it's, it's, do you actually? It's all a state. Do you of, actually like your mindfulness and candles? It's just assumption that that it's makes just a about show. You. Right. <laughs> no, you love a candle. Don't, don't, don't. I love it. a candle, but I can't light candles because it stains the walls. Yeah, and she gets a little message and on it's her really, app. Really, really sad. Actually. She gets a little message on her app that says, "By the way, have you lit a candle?" Well, that's staining in the walls. And there's a candle hazard. on flat seventy. Concierge, yeah. <laughs> beep the app. What's this app doing? Oh, was, no, someone's up the lift. Doors open. Evicted. <laughs> but you love a candle, and I think you'll agree with me that it, it's a state of mind. It, it's learning how to be content with your lot. Never too high, never too low. And they've discovered that people have a natural, like happiness quotient. Like you are always going to be this happy you might be like five percent either side but it might just be that you're never going to be at the happiest person in the world this is just your lot and, 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 we're, and with like big purchases for instance like if you were to suddenly get that big house that you really want it might be good for a bit but then slowly you're exactly as happy as you always were i've got this weird thing as i've got older though where the smallest of things do really make me happy like and i'll give you an example there is a this is ridiculous. There is a hair oil called Ruzel or something like that. And it's like this old hair oil they used to use that smells amazing that people put in their hair when it's wet or whatever to, to sort of re-oil it. My barber used it once and I was like, oh my God, I love this stuff. Bought it when it arrived. I was so happy. Yeah. Yeah. I went and washed my hair. 
You know, I didn't need washing. I no. put it in. <laughs> felt great. I didn't think I... I think I'm I washed, easily pleased. I wash my hair about once a month, I think. But then again, <laughs> I actually... No, that's a lie. Do you really? Well, I, as in, I give it a, 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 like a wash wash. And your socks. But I do just chuck anything in it. <laughs> and my socks. Thank you. They go in the shower with him. I just chuck everything in it. I just any anything that's lying on the side goes into my hair. How often do you wash your hair? Oh, uh, like three times a week, two yeah. to three times a week. That's quite a lot, isn't it? But is you, it? You, I you, thought that was well, because like I don't know. But you have to I do the thing. Was, I thought that wasn't that much. I don't know. Well, it's much more than me. But you have to do the thing where you you get into. I know if my fiance she does the thing where she gets into a shower and it's not a hair wash day, so yeah. she has to do like <laughs> like a prison body wash with her kind of like leaning back to make sure the shower doesn't hit her hair. There's your Christmas list present, hairnet. <laughs> The shower then? I just tie my shower shower hat because I do that, but I tie my hair up. When you say Christmas list present, you mean Christmas present? Christmas present, that's it. Not Christmas list present. (laughs) Enjoy that. Once a month. Oh, mate, I bet your flat actually does stink. No, but look at this hair. Socks everywhere. This no hair is fantastic. Hair. Cat everywhere. I mean, it's just chaos. I've got glorious hair, and that's where it comes from. Yep. Don't Lovely. wash it as often as you think. And it's quite spiky. Um, thank you. So. Gen Z don't care about money as much as millennials. Gen Z, 128 grand. Millennials, 500 and something odd grand. Hmm. There you go. Andrea, what's your first fact of the show? Uh, so Cat Cafe started in Taiwan. I have a Taiwan fact today. And the Cat Cafe started married. in Taiwan? Yes. Couldn't think of anything more. They actually... Them pesky little bleeders running around when I'm eating my... Um, it all started in 1998 with um, a cafe called Cats and Dog Cafe. And um, they also have a capybara cafe, too, in Taiwan. What's a capybara again? Like the big hamsters. Oh, yeah. Now, that's weird. That's weird and freaky. Big hamster running around when I'm trying to eat my food. Not for me. <laughs> yeah. But doesn't this go to some everything up that I've said about cats and dogs, right? The dog yoga and the dog coffee mornings they do go viral on TikTok. Everyone talks about them. You can get, like, sausage dog. Have you seen it? In London, you get, like, sausage yeah. dog breakfasts or whatever. And they run around. It goes viral. I've never seen a cat cafe. Well, cat get, cafes are No huge. one speaks about them. I, it's all I get is cat cafe content. Is that, because you, is that because you're a little bit of a cat TikToker, yeah? Well, yeah, because you're a dog TikToker. <laughs> I'm not. I am. But cat cafes are rubbish. And also, cats will just be weird. They'll look at you. You've been to one. I haven't. I don't want to go. I saw one in Thailand. You don't. You wouldn't. No. Why? Because I, th- I think it's cruel to the cats. Why? Just because. I guess it depends. Right? Wants little it, bits of tofu running around him. If they're like waiting <laughs> to be rehomed, as we've learned actually, mate, you're in now. We both Andrew and I are fans of tofu, so you're two. You're now two against one. Well, no, I actually am a bit of a fan now. So I'm just, you know, but that's for a different day. Now it's cool to be a fan of tofu. No, no, I tried some tofu the other day, and it was the first type that I tried that I liked. I just think it's a bit mean on the cats hmm. because I think, I think like they don't want to be there, and like cats are quite individual, like lo- soul individuals, and they take a while to warm up to people. Most cats do. So the idea of them being at home like mooching about sleeping and then someone's here with their like ramen or smashed avocado and poached eggs like trying to cuddle them is I think it's cruel it's a fair point I think it depends on the cat I used to have a very cuddly cat Uh, but but... do they were they cuddly for everyone oh my old cat yeah yeah could you have put that old cat in a cat cafe and it would have been fine yeah I think some cats are cuddly and some cats are just like don't yeah. I get what you mean, actually. Like, cats being trapped inside, like, 
obviously your cat is an indoor cat. You've decided to... Is that correct? Yeah. yeah. So you've decided to train a cat to be an indoor cat. But if... Oh, it's not... I don't train it. I just are don't there dog right. cafes? Yeah. There are, right? Well, didn't you say it was called the cat and dog cafe? Oh, yeah, it was, yeah. But like with cats, they are outdoor animals unless they obviously haven't been let out. So a lot of these cats are probably like, I just want to go outside. I don't want to be stuck in a cafe with people mm. taking photos of me. Yeah, and a, a lot of uh, local authorities and cat charities now suggest you don't and wildlife people suggest you don't have put cats outside because it's a it's a new predator in the area so if you get a cat they advise you to keep it indoors so it's not out there like as this big threat to the ecosystem like killing mice and insects that was never done before it's actually funny because where i used to live you couldn't like you shouldn't have your cats or your pets outside even in your garden because we used to have coyotes and a lot of animals would get eaten like murdered yeah like a lot like literally like felt like every other month my they friends were telling me cats are shreds wouldn't they yeah as well. is it just a, a dog a coyote like yeah. a wild dog yeah like huge huge they're quite they're, they're very big heads aren't they i'm sure they are oh, no, they i've never more... seen one and there's loads where i used to live but oh yeah they're like wolves yeah 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 like a little bit like a german shepherd <laughs> um my 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 cousins who live in the states um he lost his cat once, right? Like the cat went missing. Cat's like one of the only cats I've really connected with, actually. His name's Charles. And uh, they lost him once and then found him eight months later. How mad is that? It was literally just walking down like their local boulevard bit and the cat was there, just wandering oh. around. Yeah. And it had been living in like above a joke shop or whatever on like their sort of um, town road or whatever. Did Charles go back to your cousin? Yeah, yeah. went straight back to the cousin. Yeah, yeah, instantly. instantly. Just went on holiday. But, he, but, they, but they had moved house. <laughs> on a gap year. And I think he got a bit lost when they moved. Yeah. They had moved and then the cat was like unsure and basically tried to get back home again because they had moved and now he's an indoor cat. Oh, But Charles. in his younger lives for, for, his, for eight years was an outdoor cat so he's very confused because he wants to go outside. Yeah. Well, imagine that. But you're trying to eat smashed avocado and poached eggs. Yeah. That, that, they're all confused like that. And the cat's not allowed to eat any of it. Would they, do you reckon a cat had like smashed avocado? Did you give your cat? Do you give your cat? You know that you give dogs little tidbits and stuff. Can you do that with a cat? Or is it different? Yeah, you, you can, but they're a lot fussier about food. Aren't they lactose intolerant cats? I don't know what the myth is. I don't know. Like it's you like keep it. getting told a different thing. It's like with dogs. It's like every now and then they can't eat chocolate. Then they can't eat mince pies. It's every now and then they just. Oh, by the way, now they can't eat. What this. does your cat drink? Just water. Yeah, she just drinks water. Yeah, milk? Not milk. No, no. But she's got she's she's like you. She's got stomach problems, so she's on a very very bland food diet. Right. Hmm. Can you send that over to me? That diet. Right. First fact of the show for me, uh, Andrew. I want to ask you. Do you know what chatouche is? No. Chatouche. Well, you're into your fashion, then. Do you know what chatouche oh, is? Oh, it was a dessert. <laughs> no. It's the most expensive fabric on earth, but it's completely illegal to own. It's a material and it often makes shawls, you know, pashminas, that kind of stuff. It's made from the underfur of the chiru, which is a species of antelope you find in China. They have to be killed before you can get the fur, but they're massively endangered. So it's illegal to own this fur, but it is the most expensive fur in the world. And about um, 20 years ago, before it was properly illegal, you could buy... Uh, pashminas and shawls made from this and the fur it would cost like £20,000 because it's so hard to get hold of this fur it's so fine Uh, the 16th century Mughal emperor Akbar the Great preferred 
that material to all others. Yeah, because I was going to ask, so how do they know that it's the most expensive if you can't get hold of it? So they're going back on past time, is that correct? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like uh, back in the day. Because you can still get fur, right? Like different types. Yeah, you can still can get fur. you still fur. buy real fur? I think, I think so. I think, can you? Oh, well, you see my fur guy. You come to me for your fur questions. But can you seriously still buy real fur? Yeah. Surely that would stop by now. If you know who to ask and I know who to ask, you come to me. Jokes <laughs> aside, can you? That's what I'm saying. The you big design. I'm, I'm not joking. The big design. guy. Is it mink also illegal? Yeah, again, it's like a coyote. I don't know what a mink is. I don't know what a mink is. I just know someone that has a mink I'll tell you coat. what, it is. <laughs> what it is a lovely material for a nice little staple press pair of trousers. Mohair. Mohair? Yeah, but you can't wash mohair. That is the creme de la creme, that is. What's Take that down the tailor, they'll be like, oh, listen here, lad, this is a lovely little pair of mohairs, this. It's just like, it's, is it like a finer wool? It's just like a heavier, yeah, heavy, feels, it feels like a heavy cotton to me. Yeah. It's great with a loafer, though. Nice little ankle, nice little ankle cut on it. Beautiful. The problem is, why I can't have anything like that, we've talked about, uh, you know, my hair and the fact that I never wash my socks. If I have be knackered. To, if I have to have anything that needs to be washed by dry clean only, it ain't, that ain't happening. It's, it's getting trunk. It's going in my washing machine and it's getting trunk. I ain't going to a dry cleaner. I'm paying oh, him 20 quid. I'm going to give you a peek behind the curtain here yeah. know, to what you might, uh, to what we dealt with before you joined. Do you know Dan's going to get married in shorts? What are you saying? Oh, the eyes! Straight away! I was so I was so excited to see the reaction and it was everything and more. Instant eyes went wide. Where, wait, where are you getting married? Getting married. <laughs> where is he getting married? Uh, in preschool. Um, <laughs> I'm getting married here in the UK. Well, okay. so... My general idea is I'm going to wear a suit with shorts. And here's the here's what's wild. Everyone that I tell has your reaction. Mm -hmm. Wide eyes. So but my, you, so Jimmy Neutron. My <laughs> fiance is her idea. She's so keen. My fiance is so keen for it. And yeah. you would think. And you want to do it. Well, yeah. But you would think that if anyone would be a big advocate of me not looking like a Muppet it would be her on her wedding day because she's going to look pretty stunning in a white dress. That's the plan. So she doesn't want anyone looking like a bit of a tit, especially right next to her, because it will show her up. But she is, the like, so keen. It's obviously the right one for you. Yeah, and I, like... Because you are going to look like a complete and utter muppet. I don't, I don't see the problem. I wear shorts all the time when it's sunny. It's very much in my personality. No one's going to... They're going to turn up and they're going to think, oh, that's an interesting choice. Okay, so we've got... So it's, so it's, so it's, a, so it's a suit shorts. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be suit trousers, but shorts, or like, a shoe, a shoe, or a suit where the shorts are kind of part of it. You can you can find them online. Beautiful ones on ASOS. I'll probably go to a tailor, but they look beautiful. And just like a normal like blazer. Well, it's going to be fit. It's going to be like a well-fitting thing. Yeah, that's going to happen. Yeah, and shoes. Yeah, I'm going to wear Converse's. Do you know what? a lot of you are not going to wear? Yeah, I'm wearing Converse. Like the high top ones. Yeah, high top ones. Yeah. It's going to look like Busted, isn't it? Do you remember Busted, the yeah, band? Yeah, I might look a bit like Busted. But, Are you actually going to do my that? Fiance, that me. Oh, Joe, I respect it, but, but fair my, enough, My fiance is going to change into Converse's as well, so then we'll have matching Converse's. But oh, you're not going to get cool. married in anything other than Converse. What, do you reckon I should just, just go absolute starkers with Converse's on? What, are you going to get married in your Converse? Yeah, I was going to. I because thought, I, uh, I don't like Because I don't like regular shoes. I never wear them. Why would I do it on the... Make the day up who you are. And also, people are always like, people always say, oh, well, imagine looking back at the photos. Oh, imagine, and I will think, no, I would much rather see what I, the mood I was in, the person I was when I got married, it be authentic than me 
looking back and I just have these photos that aren't who I am at Do you not all. Wanna, no, no, it's about being you, but you also would wear a suit. You wouldn't wear short... You've, have you ever wore short suit before? No, I wouldn't. Well, exactly. It's my wedding day, so... Yeah, so would you not want to wear, like, a nice suit? I would imagine you were more to wear a nice, normal suit, but beaming colours. That's that... Yeah, and, and like as I said, bright colours. Look, look, there's a lot to think through with the Still wedding. Wrapping your head around it. Like. There's a lot to think through with the wedding, right? You've got to do a lot of planning. There's a honeymoon. There's all this carry on. What I'm wearing is actually quite low down on my list, so I do need to sit there and give it some. When do you get married? Thorough thought. Uh, June next year. To be fair, a lot of women are starting to wear shorter dresses on their wedding day. There you go. So I guess. And then I wore Vajas in some of my wedding photos. Big time. What's Vajas? You know, the, the, shoe, the sneakers with the Vs that are quite oh, fancy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my fiancé wants to wear um, some blue shoes that was big from, I think, Sex and the City or something. I don't know. <laughs> the one that, I think the one that Carrie Bradshaw wore. That's a lot of money for one walk they're going to get down the aisle. But that's a conversation for a different day. Um, Chatouche, the most expensive fabric on earth. <laughs> Did we learn a lot about that? Maybe you should get Chatouche shorts. It looks chatouche. Hello, my name is Mark Thompson, your guide aboard the Constellation Station podcast. Tune in every Monday for your weekly guide to all things going on in the skies above the UK that week. From meteor showers to comets and eclipses to supernova explosions, I will have it all. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Acast, or wherever you get your podcasts from. But until then, let's hope for some clear skies. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Thank you very much for listening to the show. You can always get in touch with us, by the way. It's baffledpod.com. You'll find all the links there and info, inf, and info at baffledpod.com as well. We'd love to hear your facts. We'd love to, you to say hello and make sure you follow all our socials. Connor, what's your last fact, my friend? Uh, pigs. Did you know they can't look into the sky? They never have. They oh. will never, ever see the sky. It's due to the anatomy of their neck muscles and the way that their bone actually goes over their neck too. They cannot 
fully look up. It cannot happen. But Can't if, do it. But if you... It's right the neck. But if you physically... Yeah, but you're not going to do that, really, aren't you? And the pig's going to be really <laughs> uncomfortable and be like, what are you doing? But if it wants or to see the sky... Yeah. They'll be very pleasantly surprised. Yeah, they'll be the like, oh, and then the they'll just be stuck like that forever. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, they can't totally look upwards, ever. Going to go a certain height. Huh. Like that. Can't. Never seen the sky. I'd look, a, I'd look a pig cafe. Oh. Oh, yeah. You'd go to a pig I'd cafe. I'd love a pig cafe. We had a... Um, a friend of mine, he bought his mum bought one of those micro pigs, which I don't agree with. But bought, they were huge for a bit. Yeah, bought a micro was... pig, and the pig is massive, <laughs> like huge. It's full. It's actually bigger than most pigs I've seen. Lives in the house, and it's a micro pig. Yeah, it sleeps on a beanbag. <laughs> Genuinely, it's called Sir Elton. There, there was there was a moment yeah, named after Elton John. Honestly, this pig. I'm going to show you the size of this pig. About 13 years ago, getting your feet. Uh, cleaned by those fish that would bite the dead skin. Do you remember that? That was a big <gasps> I've thing. I've done that. Oh my god, I can't think of anything more disgusting. That is wild. Connor is showing us right oh. now a picture of Sir Elton. And imagine a big pig, and it's much, much bigger than that. It is a huge, <laughs> massive monster that's there on this giant beanbag. Where do they live, these people? Are they in a mansion? That must take up the whole front room. Well, they, 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 they live in a like a barn. I mean, don't get me wrong, the pig is so right. I forgot that I had the pig. So I've gone round these house to see him and all of a sudden, like, you know, you turn a corner and he's like, beware of the pig, mate, this thing. You can't miss it. And it runs. <laughs> right? And it, like, it's got, like, the, you know, the who's in it. So it runs, making loads of noise on this wooden floor. And you're like, this is actually terrifying. But they just cuddle it. They just jump on the pig. Were, were, were they aware that it was going to be that no. big when they got the micro? So you know pig? when micro pigs were a real thing and everyone was getting them? Yeah, um, yeah they, they had no idea. But what's nice and what I think's nice is that they very much understood that the pig had got big so they did move house to a barn and they've got like an area for the pig you'd be fuming if i bought a little micro pig yeah. and then it gets so big that i have to move house i'd be raging yeah the story of sir Elton was actually on lab bible they've done a piece of it. <clears throat> oh yeah yeah and then the headline was literally like woman buy a small pig look at pig now and it's just this great big pig in a like massive like pig den honestly imagine a pig and they'll make it massive, and you're probably smaller than the photo I just saw of Sir Elton. But it was huge. So you got the thing where, as I say, the fit, you, you would go to, like, shopping, and your girlfriend would, would be shopping. So you'd go, you'd get, like, a nice pretzel, and you'd get your feet eaten by fish. That was a massive thing at the time. I and know, that, that was really... But did you get that? Did you have that in States at all? Where the no. fish come and they eat, like, all of the dead skin on your feet? I didn't do that. I did that in Mexico. But they say it's actually proven to be quite bad for you if you do it too frequently. I think there's yeah, well, a disease that you oh, can really? I think they pass around, yeah. And then a couple of years after, everyone was getting micro pigs. The micro pig <laughs> thing was a massive... It was That was pretty big, that, for a while. I remember everyone was getting micro pigs. I can think of them. Oh, scare the life out of me, even if it's small. Pig. It's a pig. It's not meant to be in your home. I know, and it will never be able to look at the sky. I love a pig cafe though yeah. because they're like grunting around they're quite clean creatures even though where they live is disgusting they'll be there trying to snuff all your food that'd be gorgeous wouldn't it I don't know I'm not just saying I'm not even saying this is a joke genuinely because we laugh about tofu but I, I'm only joking tofu isn't too bad I wonder if there is a pig cafe for a like for vegans because they're there to they're choosing to be vegans to make better life so like you go you eat food that saves pigs and you get to be around them that's a good idea yeah, that'd be kind of unfair if they were at a breakfast place yeah yeah, you're like eating a pig. And... <laughs> God, this is going to be you soon. <laughs> Did you see Spotify Wrapped yeah. published a couple of weeks ago? And uh, I don't know if you, if you had uh, quite a few people were sharing their like top listened podcasts and mm. we were in it. 
Are we in it? Yeah, I had a few. I had, a, I had one. Did you have any? What? <laughs> the Spotify, Spotify wrapped. wrapped and people were sending their top five listened podcasts that they would get. And, and Does anybody you know listen to this podcast? <laughs> no. Connor knows one. I had one. One of my mates missed No, me. my father-in-law was actually listening to this podcast. What did he say? Any feedback? He said he liked it. Right. We were, That's good news. We went into the car when my parents were over. Sorry, I'm getting off track. But we went into the car and he had the podcast on, so he'd been listening to it. Oh, no, you are absolutely on track. Was, you can have we ever been on track? Oh, you were asking if anyone had the buff, baffled... Uh, and what right. is the track we're on? Yeah. <laughs> we're talking about pigs and listeners. It's sort of all... No, I'm saying, yeah, on the Spotify <laughs> rap thing... I was, uh, many people shared the screenshot they'd taken of us in their top five. And if that was you, thank you very much for listening to us. Mm. And if it was the one, if it was Connor's May, <laughs> cheers. Right, uh, your last fact, please, Andrea. So Love Actually, the film, started as two different movies. Two? Yeah. So um, there was two different, like, distinct scripts that later became Hugh Grant's and Colin Firth's plot, uh, plot lines. Okay. And then they actually had like 14 different storylines, but they went down to like 10. Yeah, there is there. Um, and some might say that's even too many. I don't it, think it was. It is a long What's film. your favourite storyline? Um, I was thinking, was it meant to be a Mr. Bean film? And then it clashed with... No, I like, I, I like the Bill Nighy one. I think that's the most touching because he realises after all that, that the person he loves platonically <laughs> is his manager because they've seen it all. I really, really enjoy that. Yeah. I, I think the one about the dead wife is weird. Mm. You know, Liam Neeson. Mm. Because he's mates with Emma Thompson and she's cripplingly mean to him at the start. And then there's this thing with the, the son and he manages to learn to play drums in about two weeks to an incredibly high level. And then he chases that girl through the airport, which would never happen. I've actually just realised that Love Actually is a film all about different love. So I just sort of watched it. <laughs> Sorry? Yeah. yeah. I, I just was like, oh, yeah, of course it is. But I hadn't really thought that it was. I just watched it. But yeah. Yeah, it's, right. it's a film about different love stories. Yeah. And it's, 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 it's an all right film, in it? It's I very love sweet. It. It's constantly being reappraised, though. You know, in 2023, you're really not allowed to like any of those stories. Yeah. yeah it, all of them. All of them. All of them are funny. And it's like... Why not? Well, it's just like, I mean, there are parts of it that are mean, that are very mean. Like, there's a lot of fat jokes about Martin McCutcheon, who isn't really fat. And there's a, there's a lot of these things going on. But it does feel like every year we're told to that we can't like a different part of that film. Mm, mm. It's not the best Christmas film. The best Christmas film is The Holiday. That's a good Christmas that film. That is better than Love, actually. It's simply... But I don't think it's better than Love, actually. Well, it's simply not the best Christmas film. It is. It's up there. Top three. The moment at the end when Cameron Diaz cries is the most farcical bit of cinema in the history of the world. Right. It's, What's your favourite so, Christmas film? Well, The Muppets Christmas Carol. God. Bland. <laughs> Bland! It's the best Christmas... And we'll come to this. It's the best Christmas story with Muppets and songs, and it's over in about an hour and ten minutes. Bish, bash, bosh, your own. Love it. What's the problem? Elf? Elf's fine, yeah. You don't like Elf? I can't deal with Will Ferrell. Uh, now, that's, that's big. I, I, I get your opinion, but I have a He's feeling... So, I used to love him, but I just... I, can't. What was it that pushed you over the edge? Oh, he just acts the same in every film. It's just Will Ferrell in every film. But, like, not in a good way. Your opinions, please, Connor. I'll chair the debate. <laughs> it's very sad. Do you like Steve Martin? Yeah. Good. Right, well, you've just redeemed yourself. Steve Martin does. He's one of the most fantastic pieces of acting I've ever seen from Steve Martin. What do, you, what do you reckon about a little cheaper by the dozen Christmas film? That'd be nice. That'd it? be great. I'd love to see him. It is kind of a Christmas. Uh, no, at the end it's a Christmas. Do you know why I really find myself looking on TikTok <laughs> as to what the cast look like now? 
Do you follow them all on Instagram? Yep. I, lo- I love it. It's one of the best films. You can't tell me it isn't. It's feel good. How are we back stories. on this? How are we back on this? It's we need no. We need like a, a veto here of we cannot have certain sub subjects. We cannot have subjects about films because it goes back to cheaper by the dozen. We cannot have something about holidays because it goes back to cheaper by the dozen too. We cannot have anything about siblings because it goes back to cheaper by the dozen. That's a that's a that's a line. I can't believe you don't like Elf. Maybe it's because I you're like American. Elf because it's nostalgic. Maybe though because you're American. With it being in New York, it reminds you of America. Do you see what I'm trying to say? Because the American people in that, it's like... But you know, because you're American, it means you can't like films. No, no, no. Because it's very, very based in New York, isn't it? And, like, I don't know if I would watch that in London and be like, this is good. But it's a me- no, Andrea is from California, literally no, the opposite end of the world. We are closer to New York than Andrea grew up. But it's America. And what I'm saying yeah. is, 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 for me, it has that American side to it, which I enjoy very much. Whereas if it was in London, I wouldn't enjoy it as much. I can admit that. The holiday is set in the UK. Well, I love American films more than I do UK films. But you love the holiday. Yeah, but that's you just, just said that's good. a better film than Elf, it's and good, that's set in the good UK. Christmas film, but have, I love films that are set in the states. Have you ever been to the town where the holiday is set? No. A place it's called Shears. Yeah, a place called Shears. It's very nice. But you know it's always I mean? rammed, by the way, because of people I mean? who want to go there. If you watch a film in America, it, fe- it feels so much better as a Brit watching it. Whereas when you watch it in London, you're like. Or anywhere in the UK, you're just like, oh, it's just the UK. It's just... I don't know, because... It's the same I... thing with, like, American films and watching America. Like, yeah, yeah so like I guess... a special feeling. Like, I watch it, I'm like, it's just... It's just like, yeah. It's in California or, you know, like, New York or, like, I New Orleans. You're like, this is, like, you. American. I love no, it. No, because... So. And it's a good example. I really love watching Love Actually because I love how London it feels. It feels, like, very London. And I love that part about it. Mm. Mm. Maybe. And you won't be allowed to like London and like next year, I imagine. Elf is set in London, I wouldn't enjoy it as much as I do. Genuinely, I wouldn't. But New York has a magic to it. Like when he when when he goes through Macy's, is it Macy's? No, it's um it was almost Macy's. That was almost my back. Um I forgot what it was called. But like it's another that, story. I'm just like <clears throat> you know, it's so right. It's so American. Gimbals. Yeah. I'm like, it's really but if he walked through Selfridges, I'd be like, oh. Did you and I, when we went to New York, did we have to go to the shoe aisle, the shoe floor in Macy's? Yeah. That was the thing, wasn't it? We, we, yeah, we, yeah, we went to the shoe thing. Yeah, I was looking for running shoes. They were just as expensive as I <laughs> Who'd have thought? In America, I'll <laughs> oh, have some deals here. Yeah. Like you done Blackbush Market on a Sunday, I'll have some deals. Who's up for it? Who's Aglin? That'll be $160, <laughs> sir. Okay. Yeah. Nice to chat. I'm okay. I'm fine, thanks. I thought Nike would have been cheaper. But, you know, I'll get a Cinnabon. Hmm. Last fact of the show, and I'm uh, judging by what you said about Christmas Carol, I'm not sure if you'll like it. In mid-1843, way back, uh, writer Charles Dickens was suffering from financial problems. He couldn't pay his bills. His publishers threatened to reduce his monthly income. So to prevent this, he spent six weeks of obsessively writing a novella because he knew it would be commercial. He needed to tap into something people were interested in. So he wrote a Christmas Carol simply to make money. And it's now... The most famous Christmas story ever. It sold out in three days, and it is the best Christmas story. What does he earn from it yearly still now? Well, nothing. He's dead. But does he? You're not earning from royalties of it getting filled. Surely. I I don't know, but who's who's getting that money? He's not earning. Family. I imagine the rights are somewhere. I don't know where they are. It's the best Christmas story. Have you seen it? A Christmas Carol. Yeah. Muppets. No, I haven't. Oh, oh, the Muppets. Yeah. The Muppets Christmas Carol. Yeah. Do you think that's good? Yeah. Yeah, it's the best one. What's your favorite Christmas film? Mm. Love actually, maybe. And I, I need you to know, Connor. I need, I need, I need to know that you know that a Christmas Carol is a huge story. It's not just the Muppets, as in it's it, it's like been made into loads of different films, and it's one of the most famous. Have oh, you never it? seen it? No. 
It's one of the most famous Christmas stories of all time. Why is it? What's the story? Could you tell me the story of a Christmas Carol now? No. That is absolutely wild. What's it about? Are you you mugging me off? No, I'm not. You now, as a a 28-year-old man, couldn't tell me. No. You're, no, you, you are. I've never seen The Lion King either. <gasps> You're winding me up here. I'm not. Tell me the story. You genuinely couldn't tell me. No. Honestly, I couldn't. What's the Does story? Does that not sag you? What's the story? Ebenezer Scrooge is a moneylender. He's visited, very short version, he's visited by three ghosts, the ghost of Christmas past, the ghost of Christmas present, the ghost of Christmas future, that take him through different Christmases in the past, the present, and the future, that make him look about the error of his ways, and he turns into a very warm soul who carries Christmas and kindness in his heart at all times. And why are the Muppets involved? Well, the Muppets do it. I need I need you to know here what the- that it was a story made in the mid-1800s, and it's just the Muppets did their version of it. I need you to know. So I, ne- better, I need you- to know <laughs> that you know it exists outside of the Muppets. What's better, though? The original or the Muppets one? Wait, you've never heard of Scrooge? Yeah, I've heard of Scrooge. Oh, right. What's better, the original or the Muppets? It's the same thing. Yeah, but one... What do you mean the original? It's the same story. Yeah, but it's acted by the Muppets, isn't it? Or... (laughs) What do you mean? (laughs) What is happening? Did the Muppets do a version where the Muppets act Scrooge and that? Yeah. Right, and then you've got the original with people in it, yeah? Correct? It's not... Well, it's not... It was a book. It's been made loads of times. There is not one original. What film do you prefer watching? The Muppets one or the original film? There's loads of different ones. What's the best one? Well, the Muppets in... Right. Is it just me? I don't remember the Muppets Christmas Carol. I watched it when I was younger, but... What? You know Ebenezer Scrooge. You know Ebenezer Scrooge. Yeah, yeah. Hold on a minute. I'm confused. How many... Christmas Carol films are there. There is one just called Scrooge, right? Yeah, Scrooge with Alice Sim, very famous. You had the Jim Carrey one. Add that, yeah, adaptations, that was the word I was looking for. How many adaptations are there of Christmas Carol on film? Off the top of my head, I don't know, probably 20. Oh, right. That's rubbish. 20 versions of the same story. Because it's the world's most famous... So what one do you want to watch? The Muppets Christmas Carol. As opposed to People. I'm going to watch Muppets. <laughs> Oh, I tell you what, it's absolutely driving me round the bend. I can't, I can't, I can't figure this out. <laughs> I, just can't, I can't figure out. Look, I've done this with you for years and years, and I've never been so incensed by your like no, exp- the gap in your knowledge. Explain to me, no, because I'm confused. We need time on this. So the Muppets uh, were like the little green frog, correct? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Play out the story of a Christmas Carol in yeah. a Muppets Christmas Carol. Yeah. Then is there a version of it where an actor plays Scrooge? Yeah, that's and what I'm saying. Loads saying, of and them. And is that as good? I, I, I prefer the Muppets. Right. Why do you prefer Muppets playing this? Because it's got songs in, it's fun, and it's it's there. It gets the message quickly. It's got Michael Caine in it. Michael Caine, <gasps> Batman's butler. Yeah, he plays Scrooge. Oh, what's this? Humans in it as well. Muppets. Oh, this is tough, isn't it? Sorry. I the Muppets, uh, have you never seen any Muppet film? Please bleep that out. Treasure thought, Island is great. Is yeah. it a Muppet, Muppet oh, I thought the Muppets Island. played Scrooge. Why are the Muppets with human? This is exactly. That's what's mind bending. You've got Michael Caine, one of the most famous actors of all See, time. This is why you is... just watch Elf. It's just a big man lived in Lapland trying to get around oh. New York. Simple premises of a story. I don't need Muppets mixed with Michael Caine. Confusing me. In Elf, time. there is a moment where Will Ferrell is chatting to a massive whale cartoon. <laughs> how, how is that fine with you? Why does Michael Caine talk to Muppets? Because that's the world that this and exists what do the in. Do? What are they playing in this? People that are. Does Kermit play Scrooge? No, Kermit plays Bob Cratchit, Scrooge's assistant. But Scrooge is Michael Caine. Yeah. So the. So. so the Muppet is an assistant to a human. Yeah. And that's a good film. Yeah. 
I don't know how. I judge whether I get on with people with <laughs> how much they like the Muppets. And I thought we got on slightly well. Slightly well? Yeah, I mean, for 40 minutes every week, we, we keep up this pretense of being really close. But <laughs> it's gone drastically downhill. Drastically. Yeah, well. I can't get my head around it. What are we doing? Just wrapping the whole thing up. <laughs> He's done. He's absolutely done. Yeah. Um, what have we learned this week? Well, Mohair makes good trousers. Love Actually was meant to be at least two different films and that you've got homework. Please go away and watch The Muppets Christmas Carol because I need you to back me up with this. Bafflepod.com. If you want to say hello, make sure you follow us across socials. You can find them there and we will see you next week. Say goodbye, Connor. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Andrea. Goodbye. There goes Mr. Humbug. There goes Mr. Grim. I will see you next week. Goodbye. If they paid a price for being mean, the winner would be him. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.